how many people last week looked up that song on the internet that I mentioned? Anybody? Nobody? The song I mentioned last week. Anybody listen to that? Well, yeah, well, um, besides my own family. But we always listening to another song. I would, <clears throat> I would encourage you to listen to this one, and it's a, it's called um, Storm. Uh, Blue Highway, uh, Blue Highway sings it, and uh, Monday, Monday we was trying to get our mind wrapped around things. Um, we, we, we've used this example a lot of times where her father and his daughter, I think it was, where uh, he always saved a heel for his daughter at breakfast, and he made toast, and he, he would butter that, and uh, every, every time that he that she received the heel of the toast, it just infuriated her. It was almost as if her, her father was saving it for her to give her the heel. But the heel's like uh, the wings on the chicken. If your favorite piece of chicken is the wings, there's only two of them. And so it is with the heel on a loaf of bread. So every time, every time that it was his favorite piece, I don't know about you, it's mine too. There ain't, toast is not, I mean, to me, there ain't no better piece of toast than the heel. Um, and this was an act of love. But if he genuinely loved her, then he understood that, well, every time I give her my most favorite piece of bread, I anger her, then what should he do? Well, then now he gets to keep the most favorite piece for himself, right? But what if in bitterness, what if in bitterness, I'm the daughter and I realize that that's his most favorite piece. And so I, I take it. Because if I don't take it, he'll get to keep it. Do I still get to enjoy my breakfast? No, I don't. Because I hate it. But I only want it. So he can't have it. Can you imagine being in a house like that? And so, we just listening to that. It's a very, I don't know what you would want to call it. This song is a, a metaphor about a storm. We all hear about the storms in life, right? What's the storms in life? You mention them? Would you say being diagnosed with cancer is a storm in life? Um, your your son, your your wayward son, going out into sin, that be a storm in life. But anyhow, as we was listening to this song, cause that's I don't want I don't listen I don't I don't want to offend you by saving you the chicken wings. There's only two of them on a bird. It's my most favorite piece. So by giving you the chicken wing, if they don't like the chicken wing. I don't want to do that. So, if we genuinely love somebody, we want to learn. The whole point of this is, is how do I learn to, to love them as Christ? Well, to love them as Christ is not necessarily how we want to be loved, is it? Because sometimes, I can remember my mama. She would say, Daryl, I put that in your plate and you need to clean it up. That, a lot of times, is the love of the Father is the love of Jesus Christ.
don't want that. Uh, my boys are sick, right? And they, they don't have an appetite in order to get over a sickness. There is some power and there is value in fasting. It helps their body, but at some point, you have to break that fast. At some point, you need energy. At some point, you need to be able to get over your illness. So we was thinking, if you want to turn there, I would encourage everybody. Now, I know people have busy lives, and you don't need to look up anything I tell you to look up. You're going to do what you want to do. But I would encourage you to read the whole, the whole chapter. And we're going to basically read almost all of it anyway. The whole chat of the 55th Psalm. Because this is where we were at. And then the Lord, and this is my hope to, today, is that I might bring you comfort like I received this week. But the Bible says in the 55th Psalm, it says, Give ear to my prayer, O God, and hide not thyself from my supplication. Attend unto me and hear me. I mourn in my complaint and make a noise. Because of the voice of the enemy, because of the oppression of the wicked. For they cast iniquity upon me, and in wrath they hate me. My heart is sore pain within me, and the terrors of death are fallen upon me. Fearfulness and trembling are come upon me, and horror hath overwhelmed me. And I said, Oh, that I had wings like a dove. For then would I fly away and be at rest. Lo, then would I wander far off and remain in the wilderness. Selah. I would hasten my escape from the windy storm and tempest. Destroy, O Lord, and divide their tongues. For I have seen violence and strife in the city. Day and night they go about it upon the walls thereof. Mischief also and sorrow are in the midst of it. Wickedness is in the midst thereof. Deceit and guile depart not from her streets. For it was not an enemy that reproached me. Then I would have borne it. Neither was it he that hated me that did magnify himself against me. Then I would have hid myself from him. But it was thou, a man, mine equal my guide, and mine acquaintance. We took sweet counsel together and walked into the house of God in company. Let death seize upon them and let them go down quick into hell for wickedness is in their dwellings and among them. As for me, I will call upon my God and the Lord shall save me. Evening and morning and at noon will I pray. And cry aloud, and he shall hear my voice. He hath delivered my soul in peace from the battle that was against me. For there were many with me. God shall hear and afflict them, even he that abideth of old, Selah. Because they have no changes, therefore they fear not God. Then we're going to turn on over, if you would, to Isaiah and the 25th chapter we'll just read the first verse we'll read down to the fourth 
And as you all pray, we want to get this preached out. The Lord's already been here. And, and as every one of us uh, uh, ask the Lord to show us what He would have us to know. O Lord, Thou art my God. I will exalt Thee. I will praise Thy name, for Thou hast done wonderful things. Thy counsels of old are faithfulness and truth. For Thou hast made of a city a heap, of a defense city a ruin, a palace of strangers to be no city. It shall never be built. Therefore shall the strong people glorify Thee. The city of the terrible nations shall fear Thee. For thou hast been, listen, for thou hast been a strength to the poor, a strength to the needy in his distress, a refuge from the storm, a shadow from the heat, when the blast of the terrible ones is as a storm against the wall. Now, uh, we was listening to that song on Monday and the Lord gave us this message. And I hope each and every one of you can be blessed by this uh, to know that, uh, yes, there can be storms in life. And uh, we know that there are storms. Daddy, I, it, it just uh, uh, you, you read about a storm this morning. Uh, uh, the Lord wants us to preach on this. And I, uh, I just thought that was sweet, Daddy, uh, uh, that the Lord was communicating uh, uh, to me, Darrell, uh, uh, you preached the message uh, uh, that I gave you and so we were on to. Uh, not that we wouldn't otherwise. Uh, oh, but it's just so sweet to know that He is our pavilion, that we stand on the rock because we got a picture this week that yes, there are storms and we liken them unto trials. But then as we see here that the storm is a terrible one, of terrible ones in plural. But we know that what an awful thing because that's what that song's about. It's not talking about trials. It's talking about individuals and that what an awful shame it would be if you would have a brother in Christ or one that that is a child of God to consider you to be a storm. Just think about that for a moment. A storm. Why do we have storms. I, I thought about this and we didn't do it. I, uh, how many people perish uh, every year uh, in storms, uh, whether they be hurricanes, uh, whether they be tornadoes, uh, whether they be lightning storms, uh, whether they be floods, uh, whether they be wind storms, uh, do you realize uh, that it is the fall of Adam uh, that brought these storms about? Well, yes, but no. Uh, storms are so terrible uh, that because of what took place in the Garden of Eden, God yet spared them from storms. There weren't no storms until after the flood. A matter of fact, if we think about it for a minute, it wasn't because all men became as Adam when Adam sinned, and so therefore we were born into sin, but it was more or less that when all men became 
came as Cain uh, did God curse uh, all of mankind because that's what it said didn't it uh, that the, the imagination even of their heart uh, and their mind uh, was continually uh, to do wickedness uh, so God uh, doesn't count storms lightly uh, do you hear what I'm saying uh, what do we do uh, when the storm is so great uh, we even give it a name because uh, that's what we do uh, with hurricanes uh, when they uh, they exceed a destructive force uh, so big that at some point they're given a name and that's what we hear uh, here in Isaiah a storm uh, what is that storm a storm a storm the terrible one uh, can you imagine is that what we would hope to ascend to uh, that people uh, would look at you uh, or look at me uh, as a storm uh, right now uh, and we could pray uh, we could preach uh, on how y'all not uh, to be a storm uh, but I'm afraid uh, there are some uh, that are beyond uh, even understanding uh, what it is uh, there are some that want to hold us uh, within the eye of the hurricane uh, we must become vagabonds uh, to be there uh, for you cannot stand in one place uh, you can't stand on the rock uh, and remain uh, in the eye of a storm uh, but here's the beauty of it uh, every hurricane uh, that I've ever seen uh, uh, hit the coast of America uh, soon uh, is no longer uh, a hurricane uh, not because it collided uh, with individuals uh, because it collided uh, with a continent uh, and glory be to God uh, if we stand on the rock uh, we can weather the storm uh, we can look to God uh, and he'll give us strength uh, this is where uh, death found joy uh, because uh, I don't have to figure out anymore why there is so much turmoil. A storm is a storm. It's just what it does. It destroys. Are you here to bring me down? Well, all right. Are you here to lift me up? Well, praise the Lord. But a storm is a storm. And it does what it does. But glory be to God. He is our rock. He'll hide us in our, his pavilion. And though it might hurt us, because it's not an enemy from afar off, because it's a tornado. Let's think about that for a minute. What it say here? The city of the terror. No, down here. It says, when the blast of the terrible ones is as a storm against the wall, glory be to God. He is our pavilion and He is our wall. We can hide in Him and we can know that the storm will not last. For storms, when they hurl themselves against the rock, destroy themselves. We need to make sure that we hide in His pavilion. We need to make sure that we're standing on the rock. We need to make sure that we don't hate those that are who they are because it's just who their nature is 
Uh, the Bible tells us uh, uh, to love our enemies, but is that what David uh, uh, did here uh, when he talked about these uh, uh, that were not his enemies, uh, uh, these that walked with him, uh, uh, to, uh, uh, as it were, to the house of God? Uh, it says we took sweet counsel together uh, and walked unto the house of God uh, in company. Uh, let death seize upon them uh, and let them go down quickly uh, into hell. Uh, for wickedness is in their dwellings uh, as among them. Uh, I don't know uh, where David's heart was uh, when he prayed this, but it don't matter. I, I don't have to pray it, for I know that every storm passes. Uh, glory to God. Uh, every one of us, uh, whether we be a help uh, to the children of God, uh, whether we be a destructive force, uh, every one of us uh, are going to stand before God and if he be calling us a storm a storm the terrible we need not expect that we're going to go to heaven awful turmoil in this day that we live in people get upset about the most frivolous things we got excited this week when we heard what was going on over there in the Middle East not because of death and destruction bless your heart but because I've read the word of God and I know that God is going to do certain things before he wraps this world up and we could be seeing those very things coming to pass very shortly so don't worry about the storms in your life God will deliver don't worry don't hide bless your heart but be a weather rain be a road sign on the way to heaven and declare to the world that I'm not a storm but I'm no one that can shelter you from the storms in this life I would to God why are you so far removed are you past feeling have you been as those in the days of Noah eating and drinking married and given in marriage are you far removed from what you see at hand before you can't see it because the wind is blowing sore I can remember oh, there was a storm once it took out the trees oh well there's two of them that did that but at one particular time I think that actually happened later that night uh, but we had a storm. Uh, you know where we live. You know where my parents live. Uh, oh, but it got got that old green color to it. And uh, uh, we looked up there, uh, and we couldn't even see our parents' house. Uh, why? Because. Uh, not because it's raining so hard uh, even though that it was and the rain uh, uh, was going sideways uh, but it was almost if uh, it, is, it reminded me uh, of the tempestuous sea uh, uh, that the wind uh, uh, and the rain uh, and then within these drops of rain uh, there was a mist uh, uh, and I can remember uh, uh, just seeing all of that uh, and realizing uh, uh, that the God uh, that 
controls the storms. And that's the beauty of it. And that's what the song is about. That the God that controls these storms. You think you've had too much. Think again. God will deliver you. He'll not give you more than you can bear. What does that mean? And that means Though there are people in this world that it brings them pleasure to destroy, to blow, and to rage against the rock that he's in control. He brings it. And so that when sometimes when we stand on the rock, he'll have us kneel on that rock sometimes he'll have us put our face on the rock how many days how many nights Monday what does it say morning noon and night that's where me and you need to be I don't know why a storm is a storm but I know that God's in control I don't know why there are those that would walk with me to church and yet be the enemies of God. I don't know, don't need to, Daddy. All I know is that a storm is a terrible thing. It's something that God spared his sinful children from Moses, or I'm sorry, from Abraham to Noah. And then we have been cursed ever since with them. And you think for a minute that you might be called a storm the terrible and think somehow you're going to get into heaven you better think again you better let the Lord bring you underneath his control and how would he do that the Bible tells me when the storms of life yes the trials and the people that hate God's children or against God's children all the Lord has to do is say peace be still but you will not be still all he has to do is say repent but you will not repent why because you're a storm and the wind is howling in your own ears the Bible tells us I believe it's over there in Jeremiah that you'll be a terror to yourself and to all your friends what's it talking about there are those because they are a storm I have no rest there is no harbor of rest they rage against that harbor and they will not find peace until they listen and hear peace be still the Bible says to him that hath an ear to hear let him hear but there's those that will not hear uh, there are those uh, we see and understand today uh, that we live in a culture uh, today uh, uh, that truly is a uh, uh, pagan in all of its nature uh, uh, we, we actually see today uh, uh, where people uh, are so calloused uh, that, uh, that they can somehow uh, uh, quantify or justify uh, somebody cutting somebody's head off uh, uh, with a hoe uh, uh, and would say uh, that all this destruction uh, we watched it on uh, we watched it on the internet 
internet. It was a BBC report, and they spent about maybe three minutes. It was a 20-minute, 21, almost 22-minute report, and they spent about three or four minutes on the destruction and the carnage that the Palestinians did to the Jews. Now listen, though the Jews be God's chosen people, he's bringing them to repentance. You say, Daryl, how you know that? That ain't what the Revelation says. That ain't what Daniel says. Well, you might not see it there. And you might see that's all figurative. And you might replace it with what they call a replacement theology. But what did Paul say? Us that were grafted in wild by nature, we better take heed. Because the Bible says us that were grafted in by that were wild by nature that if it would please the Lord and I believe it would please the Lord that he can turn again once back to that olive branch and he can graft graft it back in. That's why we see a coldness. I'm not talking about the people on the street. I'm talking about the people that were born and raised under God-fearing preaching where you could come into the house of God and feel his presence. But do you feel it today? When's the last time somebody told me, told me, said to me, I haven't felt the conviction of the Lord in a long time. Is God's children supposed to? We ought to walk with the Lord to the point where we need not expect to feel his conviction when we come to the house of God. But if it's been some time since you felt the blessings of the Lord, you might need to search your soul because the Bible tells me there are those that are past feeling. They don't feel the blessings of God. Uh, nor uh, do they feel his conviction uh, and we're living in that day uh, and, uh, and it's happening uh, with these that we love uh, that know the truth uh, and have turned their back on it uh, and we somehow say with everything uh, will end up good in the end uh, and we rage uh, and we blow uh, and we uh, we create a turmoil uh, wherever we go uh, people have given us names uh, like a hurricane and we still won't repent. And why is that? Because in order to repent, we must listen to this simple phrase, peace, be still. Peace, be still. That's what, huh? That don't make no sense. Storm, be still, would make sense. Right? Peace, be still. Here's the beauty of it. Storm the terrible can become peace. And all he has to do is give you a new name. Isn't that beautiful? He don't have to give you my name. He don't have to give you the pastor's name. He have to give you the pastor's wife's name. Because what, would, what good would that be? That is be confusion. I, I know a lot of times, or well, even people that have the same name. Oh, I tell you what, it's it's a it's just utter confusion. When uh, I have I have trouble with names anyhow. And what's nice about working within the Amish community is there's a lot of less 
There's a lot of them. Uh, a lot of less names I have to remember, but I have to remember which Levi Stolfus. I have to remember, you know, okay, uh, which, which child of Estolfuses is this? And, and so that sometimes is even more challenging than remember, you know, if it was Ichabod, well, I know who Ichabod is because that's a very, might rem, I might not remember that name, but when somebody says Ichabod, I'm going to say, oh, yeah, I know where he lives. It's over there on H. But when somebody says Levi Stolfus in the community that I work in, uh, there's four of them, and there's getting ready to be another moving in. And then I got to put every one of them in a box. You know, Daryl, you shouldn't put people in the box. Okay. And that's how I store information. They live down this road, and they live over here. And this Levi's related to this fella, and this and that. And that's how we comprise, and, and that's how we, that's how we, we know our place in this world, right? Even as children. Uh, they, <clears throat> they try to, to know your place, right? You start out in your county. Start out in maybe your town if you live in town. And then your county. And then your state. Then what's west of us and what's east of us? What's north of us? What's south of us? And see, when we come to the Lord, we need to really, really re-navigate our bearings. If we've been a storm, we can rest in the Lord find peace but if you are uh, if you are affronted if you are trying in the moment to weather the storm don't take it personal it's just what storms do it's not that they hate you even though they do uh, yes they would begrudge you the heel if they know it is what you like but it's not because um, you are uniquely unique and that if you would only be different, they wouldn't hate you. No, a storm destroys all that's in its path. Is that the only is You say, Daryl, how's that bring you peace? I thought you said this week you thought about that. And how, how's that bring you peace? When to destroy a storm, how do you? Well, here's the thing. I can't open my home up to a storm. You know what they say? They say, batten down the hatches. They say, shut the shutters. Um, I, I, do you remember there was a while there they... They said that when a tornado come, you know what you're supposed to do? Raise your windows. You remember that? They said raise your windows because it was the barometric pressure drops so quick. A lot of times they thought that uh, they thought that would uh, um, cause the building to implode. And so if you raised your windows, well, I don't know. Um, I never thought that made much sense at all. Number one, you're running around your house raising windows. A lot of times you don't have a you don't have a, um, a chance to do that. Um, but the point uh, the point being is, is that um, you don't open your house up to a storm. Because even if a tornado didn't hit you, then now you got, you got rain all in your house and debris blowed everywhere. You don't do that because you can't do that. And there's people that would want us to be as vagabonds and run within the eye of their storm. But see, when they crash into the rock, Ever hurricane I've ever seen when it breaks apart. There is no eye. Matter of fact, there's been a many a person that's perished in a storm that no longer has a name. Because that's what happens. And now, once this hurricane crashes into the continent, it no longer, it loses its strength, it, lo it loses its spin per se. Its eye collapses 
then you have a dep tropical depression. And there's been just as many people that's perished from the rain and the floods that come uh, from a tropical storm as there has been those that were destroyed by the winds of a hurricane. They're to be avoided. They're not to be embraced. Why? Because if we do, we do it at our own peril. And the Lord is the wall. The Lord is the rock. And he tells us that, he will hide, that we can hide in his pavilion. We can stand on that rock. And that when the storm of the terrible ones crashes, it'll be like as it were on a wall. God has told his children what we should do to prepare for storms. How we should react when the storm is over. Because it will pass. Glory to God. It is passing. I truly believe it. I see it. I see it with eyes of faith. And I rejoice in the fact that whether the storm is given a new name and its name is peace. Or whether it rages against the rock. It will pass. It's so beautiful. It brings peace to me. If it don't bring peace to you, maybe you are known to be a storm. Maybe you are as one of the terrible ones. Maybe you are. I looked up, I looked up the uh, Hebrew of that. And um, fear. Fear. Paranoia. Right? So many times people are so afraid that they're paralyzed. But we have nothing to be afraid of. God knows exactly where we're at. Daddy mentioned a lot of, uh, he's mentioned several times in the message, well, I don't know how many times throughout my life, but being up there uh, on a high rise and walking the bottom of an I-beam because there's a storm coming. Uh, how terrible of a storm? A storm that's so terrible that God prevented it from happening for over 2,000 years after the fall of man, right? Thunderstorm. We see all of this raging. And a lot of times I've heard so many people make that comment that this is, this is because of the sin in the garden. Well, yes, it was. But God spared all of mankind until the flood. And think about this. He promised. What did he promise with the rainbow? He would never destroy this earth by water again. And that this is a sign. So what does that tell us? Well, that one, for one guarantees that from here on out, there's going to be storms. Right? I've never, maybe once or twice. Well, I know I myself personally have not been in a storm and seen a rainbow. But I can't recall ever seeing a rainbow that somebody... Somebody maybe over yonder or maybe over here or over there ain't experiencing a storm. And so there are people that will not serve God because he will not protect them from, he won't keep them. He will protect us, but he won't keep us from experiencing storms. He promised storms when he promised us the rainbow. But he has also brought us comfort in that will not be destroyed. This world will not be destroyed by water. But what? What? Next time. Global warming. 
man-made global warming, right? Fire. That's what people need to worry about. They're worried about what's coming out of their tailpipe, and they need to be worried about what's coming out of their mouth because the Bible tells me it's the heart of man that defiles a man. It's not uh, what's coming out of his 12-valve or, or, um, or, 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 or anything else, but it's what's coming out of your mouth. And the Lord is going to destroy this world. We are experiencing global warming of the, of the cataclysmic kind uh, here shortly. Because I believe the word of God and the word of God is true. And the Bible tells me that this world's going to melt with a fervent heat. It's not going to do that by cooling down. It's going to get hotter and it's going to get hotter. And yes, it is man-made. It's the sins of all mankind that's going to bring judgment on this world. Uh, we don't need to argue about global warming. It's just a, it's just a thing that's going to come to pass. The Bible tells me, if I, if I understand it correctly, that the sun will scorch men, the Bible says. Oh, well, is that because of, uh, that we're burning fossil fuels? <laughs> well, uh, no, I don't believe it is. I believe it's because the judgment of God is going to come and destroy the storms in our life eventually, right? Trust in the Lord. He will deliver it's just a natural phenomenon. Uh, take it in stride. Everything will be all right. The thump, lightning bolts, the twisters, God knows exactly where they're at. I have no problem, right? If, if, my, if my father or my mother was in trouble or my, my wife or my children and they was up some, they was passed out or their leg broke, I'm getting to where my knees are so bad. I don't know how much help I'd be to him, but I know in the moment I'd try anyway. It wouldn't bother me whatsoever if they was out there on the top of a, uh, of a skyscraper and it was lightning down all around. Why? Because I know who controls the storm. And you think that you can do what you want to storm the terrible and that you can get what you want to storm the 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 the. the terrible one it don't matter it don't matter because God is in control and he will deliver his children so who are you known as as he spoke peace to your heart let's get some song to sing